The Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour is coming to Melbourne. The stage show that performs all the greaties from the 80s. Saturday, August the 13th, Bunjil Place, Nary Warren. Get your tickets before they go-go or check out rewind80sband.com. Terry to start the show. That's right. 1984 for those who might remember Helen Terry. Mm. Mm -hmm. Which is what we're talking about today really. Backing vocals that became huge as backing vocalists and then released their own music. A single, yeah, or two. Or just did a lot of shit. Did a lot of backing vocals. You know, some people made an entire career out of being a backing vocalist. And you've got to go where the work is. That's right. Yeah. And there's two type of backing vocalists. There's someone that's shit ones. There's shit ones and good ones and good ones. The good ones can blend though and actually yeah. sound like the artist. Yeah. And we've got a couple of those examples tonight because they're the ones I get impressed with. Mm. And then there's a Helen Terry that's just got the big woofy voice. Yeah. That just you know like um, oh victims. When she's in Victims and Victims yep. Windows, like beautiful vocal. Yep. Um, a lot of the Culture Club stuff, she was incredible. That's right. You'd know her from Culture Club. Yeah, You'd that's know right. That voice from Culture Club. Incredible. And yeah. went on tour with them, but we never saw them in the videos. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember seeing, I think they brought her out to Countdown to do Love Lies Lost from memory. Awesome. They brought her out to the country because we were right into that. Yeah. Australia were very good in. Just anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, who are you? I'm Sammy Hardon. And I'm Jay Jovi. And this is the 80s montage. And as we said, we're talking about backing, backing vocalists. vocalists of the 80s. It was a thing. Yeah. You needed to be good. You did. You couldn't. It, it is a really uh, specific skill because you can't. You've got to be a great singer and have great range, but you can't be too conspicuous where you're going to sort of overtake the You can't upstage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you upstage, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. And the thing is you upstage if you're invited to upstage because a lot of artists don't mind that. Mm. It's the fact that are you invited to do it, you know what I mean? Like I'm just so – I haven't told anyone really on this show but I'm now the new – Yeah, dude, yeah. That would be easier. Um, I'm now backing vocals for Pseudo Echo. 
That's so right. Brian is the perfect example of just giving him a little bit of brightness mm. with his BVs and what everyone heard on the record. Yeah. I'm not going to be up there going, look at me, look at me, uh, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have yeah. to have some form of creativity and understand that it's not your job. So you're not going to be showing everyone your gusset? No. Oh. I'm going to be very good. Oh. It's going to be like a Jewish bar mitzvah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did I do the other night? I think I did that. I did show some badge at Max. Good. Got on the ground. They would have loved that. They did. Full of lesbians. They this loved is it. why it sort of turned so weird at the end because you got everyone razzed up. Oh, they were mental. They went <laughs> crazy. But uh, interesting to see that Love's Lied Lust. I think it did okay in the charts. I'm not a big oh, yeah, fan of it. Yeah, it was top it. 40. Yeah, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a huge fan of it, but I think it was amazing that she had her own single. I Funny think it was great. sort of love lies lost, which is very fairly bleak, but it's like love's lies lost. Woo! That's right. It's very Mark Williams. Oh yeah, you know. I get what you're saying. What was the fucking song he Show put out? No yeah. mercy. Show no mercy. Same songwriting school. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, hit school. Hit school. You know, <laughs> love lies lost because mm-hmm. I would have liked Helen. To have taken this song up four octaves. Love, love, love. Oh, like up there, go man. For it. Yeah. I, I don't feel comfortable her. And I don't know what happened here because I think she should have gone four octaves higher. It's sort of jingle territory. Exactly. Isn't it? It's a little bit. It's a new shop. We know at you can Casey do more. Central yeah. called Love Lies Lost. <laughs> yes, that's right. Love Lies Lost. Get your We're free open coffee from and. From 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Yes, (laughs) exactly. But the verses are really good. But we still don't hear what she's got. No. And this is the thing that shits me about record companies. They give you a song. I don't even know who wrote this, right? They give you a song and they go, okay, here it is, hit single. But it's not showing the artist. Like when you hear, whatever she's to do, Miss Me Blind, right? Perfect fucking vocal. Yeah. Had it written a song like that. Would have had a fucking bigger hit, right? Yes. But they've just gone, just singing your fucking middle voice, yeah. you know? Yeah, weird. Very cute. But uh, an extraordinary thing that in the earlier days before we could go on to reality TV shows, you had to do the hard work and you had to be a backing vocalist yes. for an artist and then from that day on mm-hmm. you kept working towards your own single. Yep. But nowadays yep. that really doesn't happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. People just go for whatever's on YouTube, you yeah. know? Yeah. Mm. Great, great subject though. I really love it. Now she featured in Culture Club songs uh Time. Mm-hmm. Church of the Poison Mind. Yes. It's a miracle. Yes. Black Money. That's yes. the way. And victims. Incredible in Vic- I've sung Victims. That oh, have you? Yeah, I love it. I love mm. it. And a few of the people that have Listening to this show would have seen me do it. It was just beautiful. Oh, good. Uh, that's. I think "Victims" is one of my all-time favorite tracks from yeah, the eighties right, right. for Culture yeah. Club. Black Money's great too. Yeah, yeah. But there's just something about that victim, you know, because he mm-hmm. would have been a victim with yeah. the whole John Moss thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, she also did uh, BV's for Phil Collins on ah. the "Take Me Home" on um, "No Jacket Required." 
Yeah, amazing vocalist. Mm. Amazing. So we'll go to our next one now. I had to put this girl in. I loved her. She was in a lot of things, but we'll play the track soon and have a listen. It's a little banger, isn't it? DC Lee. Oh. We have talked about Selena Wow Wow before. Yes. When we played We We Will You Ever See the Day. That was her hit single. Uh, yeah. But she was Style Council, Big yes. Boss Groove, you know, those kind of songs. Wham as well. Wham, that's right. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I forgot about that. Fucking uh, Shirley and Pepsi. Pepsi and Shirley. Pepsi Shir- and Shirley. Pepsi was after. <clears throat> yes. But DC Lee was definitely the first Wham vocalist. Uh, Now, I want to tell you a funny story that happened to me on Saturday. So I get this phone call, (laughs) renowned fucking retro night in Melbourne, right? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it is. They're fucking hilarious. Husband and wife team. Wogs. Wogs. Right. (laughs) So you can only imagine. Yeah. She goes, hello. I go, hi. She goes, you're Rewind Eddies? I go, yeah. She goes, I'm looking for a Sylvester impersonator. I said, Okay. Like Sylvester in Do You Want a Funk Sylvester or Sylvester the Cat? Oh, no, Do You Want a Funk Sylvester? Can you find me a guy that's like him that can sing like him? I said, you've got no hope in fucking hell to find someone that can sing like Sylvester and looks like Sylvester. I said, do you want a drag queen? No, no, I don't want a drag queen. We want the real thing. I said, buddy, I'm the only one in Melbourne that I know of that's sung Sylvester live ever. I said, you've come to the right person but if you want a Sylvester tribute artist, you may as well go to the UK now and stop wasting your time. Jesus, it's so specific. It is. And then they're like, no, we're having a – it's our blah, blah, blah birthday. We're having a feature Sylvester. I said, well, look, I can give you a band and we can do all his hits and do 80s stuff, right? I'll give you Rewind 80s. I've done Sylvester for years. And you can have that, oh, I don't know if we want a band. My my husband wants to mix the mix like the DJ and he wants a certain mix. And I went, yeah, look, it sounds like hard work to me, mate. <laughs> I said, on, mate. you know, come on, man. <laughs> anyway, she goes, oh, we did a Dead or Alive night and it was really good. And I went, I'm sure it was to you. And I was just so flat out rude. And then she went, okay, bye, I'll ring you after the weekend. Never <laughs> rang me back. Oh, fuck. Who the fuck wants – I mean, look, 
Good luck finding someone. That song is really big now with the kids. Mate, it's been big all the time. Yeah. I was the only band to do Do You Want to Funk Live. I think it was even before Controversy Days. Yeah, right. It was Pudag Days yeah. when I was doing Revolver. I'd open yeah. with Do You Want to Funk. We had a whole dance routine. <laughs> I've got it on video. I had a look at the videos I've done with it and it sounds perfect because it's it can be played live as a band. Yeah. The fact that I'm just like, oh. I said, look, I've got people that go to your nights. I know who you are. I know what you do. But it was pretty funny. And I'm like, Sylvester the Cat or Sylvester, do you want to funk? Like, <laughs> what a fucking ass. <laughs> so, you know? so specific. It, it was. And the thing that I, the thing is, how many people will she ring that actually Asking. knows what the fuck she's talking about? I actually know what she's talking about. Yeah. There would be agents in Australia Have or Melbourne. no idea what she's saying. No idea who Sylvester is. No idea what the fuck she's after. Fuck. And she'll end up with fucking the puppet show, mate. You know? Yeah. Unbelievable. But that was pretty funny and I thought I thought of you straight away because I thought <laughs> how funny. Sylvester. Sylvester. Because we've been talking about doing Sylvester. Yeah. Do you want to funk and Mighty Real. I've done Mighty Real and Do You Want to Funk and they're fucking bangers without a doubt. Yeah. You know? But that was interesting. Uh, and Sylvester definitely wasn't a backing vocal. He was a uh, thing. But back on to DC Lee. So that was 1984, Selena Wawa. I used to go to a nightclub called Charles and Dandenong, which I've spoken about before. Yes. And this was the song we used to hear. <laughs> and I never knew it was DC Lee. Mm. I was like, oh, my God. And then she brought out Will You Ever See The Day and I used to sing that at singing lessons. Yep. And ruin it because I couldn't reach it. She's got a very good voice. Yeah, oh God, yeah, beautiful voice. Yeah. Really bright. But had her own career out of it. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know, yep. I think she had children with Paul Weller. They've got two little a girl uh, and a boy. Okay. They actually hooked up and then got married. I don't think they're together now. Paul Weller from... Um, the Style Council. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So she had a really good career because she would have been in the Style Council and then releasing this sort of... Euro dance yeah. stuff. And then she had See the Day. Yeah. As well, later yeah. on in life, which is beautiful. And that was that 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 was sort of videoed where Never Tear Us Apart was in Prague. Oh uh, yeah. I think See the Day was in Prague, I'm not sure, but I know that it was in a beautiful European country. Yep. Very hip to do that in those days as well, to go to Prague or France and do a video clip next Fuck to yeah. a lion's head. Oh yes. <sighs> Yeah, you know, yeah. on a bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So DC Lee, she, this is very self-indulgent for me but I did really, really like her. Um, anything to add to DC Lee, babe? Uh, just uh, she she was actually – she used to club a lot. She met um, she met Boy George out at the clubs and, yeah. and that's how – am I getting the right person? Not Boy George, George Michael. George Michael. And um, they were they remained really good friends. Yes, they did. Right up until this day. Absolutely yeah. did. Yeah. Absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, look, he would have been fun. And even um, Shirley and Pep- Pepsi and Shirley still kept in contact with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. What a sweetheart. You know. Now the next one is, oh, I got this idea from the Kim Wilde show on Smooth FM. And the reason why I'm obsessed in this Kim Wilde show on Smooth FM is because we are going to be running commercials through that show on Smooth coming up. And she played this song. I was listening to Kim's show as I was getting my makeup on at the gig. And she played this track 
might have been another track. It might have been Give Me a Reason. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, my God, this album used to blow my mind. And oh, wow. uh, have a listen. My favourite albums of all time. Very hot, very hot song. Luther, Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. I saw this on Solid Gold in, it would have been in 19, oh, maybe 1986, five. Yeah, right. Because we used to get the music quite late after America. Yeah. And he came out, he, he was skinny in these days as well. Luther was quite yeah. skinny. And he came out with these two amazing backing vocalists. So yeah. there's a backing vocalist story on top of a backing vocalist story. Yes. Luther Vandross was obviously David Bowie's BVs. Yes. So Luther did stuff for David Bowie with yep. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan used to come in and That's do right. it. Can you imagine? Uh, uh, I know. Nuts. I know. God bless fucking black artists. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them. My family and I love them. We Hang never on. listened to anything. Um, Luther used to do backup for Shaka Khan. No, Luther did David Bowie, and Shaka used to do David Bowie. Oh, as well. okay, yeah. right. So, um, yeah, the early because um, Vesta used to do backup for Shaka Khan as well. That's right. Fuck. And Vesta is the one that I'm getting to because oh, okay, she. I oh, know it's okay. <clears throat> she had the big black buffon haircut, like. <clears throat> They had perms, but it was like Dolly Parton. Oh, wow. But like really big fucking perms and the biggest hair I've ever seen on TV. And they were in these glitter dresses and there was two of them. Oh, wow. Vesta was one of them. Unfortunately, she died. Oh, she did, didn't she? Yeah. Really she sort of was suspicious incredible. circumstances, yeah? No, just a heart, a large oh, really? heart. Enlarged heart. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, 52, not long, or 54, something like that. Bloody hell. In a hotel room. Yeah. Which yeah. is such a loss because she was an incredible singer. Mm. 
But Luther, I always loved from that day seeing this. He did a couple of tracks on Solid Gold the one night. Yeah. And Solid Gold used to open my mind a bit because it was all American, mainly coloured people. Yeah. That's where I was at. Mm -hmm. I don't care about anything but this style. Style and fucking voices. And that's the thing. Even though they were backing vocalists, still for a little girl or a little boy or whatever – at 10, 11, 12, 16, you're very – you're picking up on this shit and you're like a sponge. Yeah. And you are going, oh, my God. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And Luther just had that fantastic voice. Yeah, look, he did stuff with Janet Jackson later on in life and Heavy that's D. Right. But yeah. that stuff was bubble pop for Yeah, me. that's right. Yeah. This is the stuff that I went, oh, the album. And I brought this on CD and oh. CDs weren't out. For very long. Yeah. In yeah. the 80s. Well, they weren't, no. And I brought this, Vanessa Williams, because I love Vanessa Williams. Yeah, yeah. And I think, oh, I can't remember who the other artist was, but I did buy this on CD. Okay. And I flogged the shit out of it because I could visualise Vesta and Luther and the other girl. I don't yeah. know who the other girl was. I really apologise for that, guys. I haven't looked into it as hard as I should have. <laughs> but... This was the record where I went, that's a backing vocalist. Oh, wow. How awesome. Look how cool they look. Yeah, yeah. And they're making the main vocalist look cool. Oh, gotcha. And the album's ripper. The album's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, Luther was Luther here. This is where he oh, yeah. really fucking shone. Yeah, know? that's right. Yeah. Beautiful songs. So, yeah, Luther Vandross, he was a hero to me. That's right. And the backing singer, Vesta Williams, she worked, as I said, with Shaka Khan, also Gladys Knight. Yes. Sting um, and heaps of others, no doubt. But she um, she had an incredible career sort she of on did. her own as well. Too young to die though. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. I think that happened a while ago too. But, yeah, so there's a couple there that we've looked at, Luther and Vesta and – Give Me A Reason was the album. She used to do a lot of uh, big brand jingles as well. Yeah, like yeah. Um, for Like Coke and Nike yeah. and, yeah. you know, massive ones. Yeah, well that was where the a, money was at. Yeah, God, yeah. You know, yeah, jingles absolutely. were incredible. Yeah. And you did jingles during the week and then you did shows on the weekend and no one knew who you were mm. when you did jingles. So yeah. it didn't really harden your brand, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You could do whatever and no one knew. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is definitely one. We brought her up uh, the other week when we were talking to Zoe about Marilyn. And I think she really needs to be brought to our uh, attention. Yes. Claudia Fontaine, Miss Claudia. Not alive either. Was in fucking everything you can imagine. Elvis Costello. Yeah. Madness. Soul to soul. Now she's Marilyn. the is it isn't she the vocal back to life? No, that's Karen Wheeler, which ah, we're gonna look at in a minute. Yes, all right. Yeah. So Claudia was uh Marilyn, mainly sat with Marilyn for a long time. Mm-hmm. Gender bender Marilyn. Yes. But did this song and and if I was gonna put Claudia's um career in a nutshell, I would say it would be Marilyn. Right. And then this track, which I remembered. While I was writing, sort of people that I thought about. Mm-hmm. Free 
Love it. It's a lot of fun, that one. The specials. Yeah. But Claudia did come out on that track and I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what it was about really. Nah. I'm a little white bread. I don't know. But eventually when I grew up I went, oh, wow, this is like really good. Wasn't the 80s big for causes? Yeah. You know what I mean? Charities and causes. Yeah, big time. Trying to rally people up. Communicating. Yeah. And so they, they really used music to do that, to sort of get people on board. That's it. Love that. Well, they cared about it. They they were living it really. And it was sort of pre-internet and people wanted to know more about the world. They wanted to be worldly, you know. Yeah. Not everyone was and sort of, you know, people would jump on to a lot of causes because it did sort of connect them to – the rest of the world. Yeah. And, you know, musicians I think are the only people in the world that get along really well with whatever brand you are. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I've never gone, oh, you can't be in the band because you're Jewish or whatever, like or you're gay <laughs> or you're straight or you're whatever. It's not something we did as, as musos. As good as a musician. If muso. you got it, oh, my God. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. It's a great thing about the music yeah, industry. That's you right. can be the biggest freak of nature. Absolutely. In any sort of other thing, but yeah. as long as you're a good muso, it doesn't matter. That's, that's right. What I love about it. It's quite accepting. Oh, never an issue. Like just we did what we did, you yeah, know? Yeah. It was an issue for the world. Yeah. But it wasn't an issue that's in it. creative. That's right. Areas, yeah. Uh, Miss Claudia. So yeah, we did mention her at the Pride episode we did when we were interviewing Zoe, Zoe which was interesting because it's great to speak to someone of that genre that's lived all this as well mm. and knows Claudia. But I was quite sad when I heard that she died. I know Marilyn was distraught because yeah. they were like soul fr- soulmates. Yeah, you right. know, yeah. she also did um, Heaven. 17 and I'm pretty sure she's the one that does higher and higher. Maybe not though. They've got a girl in the video that doesn't, that isn't Claudia, but a lot of the times they didn't match sometimes, you know. Mm. And Howard Jones, of course. You would have seen her in Howard Jones videos. Huge backing vocalist. Nina Cherry. Huge vocalist, soul to soul, as I said. Um, now we're going to go into some Aussie ones now because this is where Aussie ones for me were very special in my time growing up as a child. Yeah. Knowing you want to be a singer, how do you do it? Where do you go about it? Yeah. Do you just magically press a button and you're a singer or do you work? How does it happen? Yeah. No one knows at 13, you know. Yeah. You don't know. Mm. You just got to – it's it's one of those mazes you've just got to go through and keep working. So some of these women were huge inspirations to me and this first one had a single of her own but I, it's more 90s so I wanted to choose a single that she's done with the models. Oh, yeah. If that's cool, guys. And this is a fucking ripper tune as well.
Fuck, I love James's voice. Oh, Cold Fever by the Models. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Wendy Matthews. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such an inspiration for me. I watched this video last night. It's interesting you say that because I actually thought. as well. That's right. Mm. We drove up to Queensland out of mind, out of sight record. Oh, I wow. had it on tape. Oh, shit. Wow. And I had my ghetto blaster and my tape deck and I had out of mind, out of sight. And this used to come on and I used to love it. Yeah. Cold fever. And I'd be like, what a fucking rocking <laughs> voice, right? Rocking voice. Didn't they make it though like Wendy Matthews and, and um, oh, my God. Who else was it? The other backing singer. Was it Kate? No, it was just Wendy on this one. Oh, it's just Wendy on yeah, this yeah, one? Yeah, just Wendy oh. in the video. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're going to look at Kate though but Kate I don't really see as a backing vocalist. Oh, no. I but, hate to be fucking. But I just love this Kate. album especially. Kate was my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I just need to tell you that But now. this album especially Out of Mind, Out of Sight. Yeah. Well, the she BVs was. That's right. in it. Yeah. The BVs in it yeah. like Barbados, Out of Mind, Out yeah. of Sight, Colfi, yeah. you know. Fucking yeah. amazing. It's funny you say that because I'm learning um, pseudo stuff at the moment for Brian and Kate Sobrano did BVs on Love and Adventure and I can fucking hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it's – I can't remember the track and I'm thinking, oh, I've got to do this justice, you know, mm. this is Kate. Yeah. So they did share them around with yeah. the record companies and stuff. Project. But but you're right. Um, this was Wendy though. So Wendy I think was dating – Uncle. Um, Sean. Sean. Yeah. Uncle Sean. And I call him Uncle Sean because James, James's children, Phoenix and, sorry, no one knows him as Phoenix. Jackie. Jackie and Harry. Harry call him Uncle Sean because this is where the funniest things start. When we started getting connected up with the Freuds, all this childhood stuff was just um, surreal. Yeah. I'm like, I'm hanging out with James Freud, man. You know, but that's what I wanted as a kid. Yeah. As a kid, I wanted to work with these people. I didn't want to shag them. Yeah. I wanted to work with them. Yeah, gotcha. Flash to me, late 40s. Yeah. Working with Soto Echo. Yeah. You know, it just happens full circle. Yeah. So um, I had a look at the video and you've got Sean. I think they were dating at the stage. But she's as cool as fuck, man. Yeah. She's like St Kilda meets... He, oh, God, that was Matty Burping. Fuck it hell, mate. Jesus. Could've, you should hear him in bed. Could have been next door, you would have The other night he did his sleepwalking thing. Matty yeah. sleep. Where did he go this time? Turned on the oven. Oh, yeah. put his head oh, in lovely. it. Did a silver no, plath? No, <laughs> no. No? No. Turned on the oven, the griller. Good. Sat here on the chair and told me he needed to fix things around the house and I'm like. Starting with the oven. Yeah, like <laughs> at four in the morning. I need to fix on, things around this house. Yeah, we'll fix this. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he um, had a 20-minute conversation with me, does not remember it the next day. Uh, and I went to Cindy, my girlfriend Cindy, my agent in Hawthorne. Yeah. And I was just going to mention that. If you are getting tickets to concerts and going out for meals, put your fucking receipts in with the government and get a rebate. I Did just you got do mine it? back tonight. Did you? Yeah, I got thirty five percent off. Really? For a meal at God. some um, Vietnamese restaurant. Do they work at brothels? No. Oh. Not as yet. That's a shame. 
brothels. Anyway, um, well, that's going out. It's going in. It's it going is going out. out. <laughs> it's going in. That's right. So, Wendy for me was a bit of an inspiration, and then yep. she brought out the way the day you went away. Well, she went sort of solo, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Well, she was with the models and absent friends. Remember? That's right. I don't know but you, no one but you. I don't want to be, but da da Want to be rocked on. Yeah. In the of man. Go ahead and rock me. Yeah. I wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mind it. I loved her. I loved her growing Love up. Love her. Yeah, I loved her growing Love up. Love her now. I met her a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, hang on. Is this the chick that – yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you had a falling out. Oh, uh, she was just rude. Yeah. <laughs> she was just rude. Yeah. It was sort of I, – I forgave her though. Like she was so incredible. I I get it now. I, I do get it. I do get it. Sort of if you've done a show and you've been up sort of oh busting your shit, the yes. last thing you want to do is talk to people. It happened to me the other night at the gig. <laughs> this fucking cunt hole up the front <laughs> wanted me to take a photo with her uh, after I'd gotten off stage. Yeah. Took a photo. Take another one. Take another one. I'm like, dude, I want to go back and have a smoke yeah, and a drink. Take I've just done 40, 50 sake. minutes for you cunts. Yes. Just you leave me alone. So and I'm fucking then. no one, right? I'm a fucking cover band singer. But I was exhausted. You weren't there. I was just full on, which doesn't worry me usually, but it was just a smaller stage. We've been yeah. doing bigger stages. Yeah. I can't tell you how that did my head in. Yeah. So we've gone from theatre stages to the size of this lounge room, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know where to put my foot. I may as well shove it up my ass because <laughs> i got no room. <laughs> and Timor has his pedals up my ass. Yes. Doesn't understand. It's usually me. Yeah. Dallas is not a problem at all. Greg, uh, bloody Greg fucking, he wishes. Nick's never a problem. I think the smallest stage we've played. Seaford. Oh, see, that's oh, small, but I think it's just because it's like a one of those little rises, you know. Where they're in your face. But the one in fucking Sunbury that we did. Sunbury? Yeah, that chick's birthday. Oh, no, that was um, Raquel's birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, Raquel's yeah. birthday. But I liked that because it was up high. <coughs> but the thing is with Raquel's birthday, we didn't – we were there for her. Yeah. I – when you're at another venue, you're there to put on a show. Yeah. And I really, I was, and we'd done a few more theatres. Since yeah, Raquel that's right. As well. Yeah, true. So I was just lost. I was like, <laughs> I don't, you know. And yeah. then I'd go to do some bells and whistles and then put some stuff in, and, and then I'd go, no, nah, can't be fucked. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. going to kick over something. Yeah. And um, interesting that. We bring that up. I don't know why that happened, but we, yeah. Oh, just people sort of still wanting. Oh, yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. It's very I'm hard. Happy to take a photo and stuff, but it's like, oh, it's very exhausting. Look, yeah. it's better when we're together because there's less work, right? And we can but sort of. I'm like, looking at fucking thirty-three songs a night. Yeah, which yeah. I used to do anyway. Yeah, that doesn't worry me. Yeah, but. It when you go from that to fifteen, and then you got to go back. It's it's not the voice that worries you. It's the you just want to get the fuck out yeah, of there, you know. Totally, yeah, I get it. 
But Wendy Matthews. Yep. Incredible. No, you have said that story. Aussies I love remember. her. Oh, look, she's incredible. She's Canadian originally. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's right. Nineteen eighty five, Cold Fever. Now I was in I was in love with this guy at school called yes. Warren. His brother was hot as well. Warren. Warren and his brother was um might have been James. Goran. No, it wasn't James. Something else. Anyway, I joined a band with Warren. Right. And he wrote a song called Catwoman. And it was a really good song. But we didn't have backing vocals to it. So I've just come out of listening to Cold Fever and go, what about this was? Catwoman! Like Cold Fever, right? And he's gone, that's awesome. Where'd you get that? And I went, oh, nowhere. Right? Because you're young, you don't know. Yeah. And then we did, um, I think he did an Elvis Presley cover as well. So I remember being so inspired by it, I ripped it off in Cat. I mean, Catwoman never did anything, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, it was pretty funny that I've gone into the cold fever genre. Yeah, yeah. Loved it yeah, so much. Yeah. Now, the next one, another one of my favorites, man. Now, this woman was a twin. And. She was a gorgeous, gorgeous woman, very masculine, but we loved that about her. The song I'm about to play is not one she sings the lead on, but I don't want to play the obvious because we have done Breakaway. We've done a few other tracks from uh, Fantastic Big Pig. I mean, look, 1988, song called Big Hotel. Here we go. Shireen, Shireen, mate. Fuck, I love Big Pig. Big Pig? 
were fucking hot. I would have loved to have seen them back in the day, like in the middle of summer down at the SB or something, you know? Yeah. Fucking incredible. Do you see Big Life? I think um, I know Timmy really well. Yeah, Tim, right. And I think he's the one on the harmonica. Yep. But just listening to this track, it's really interesting because it's not a Shireen track as such, but I call him the albino because he's very white <laughs> and he's very clear white, something about him. Yeah. They sounded the same. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And this is what happens when you sing with someone for a long time. Yeah. You do start morphing into each other's vocal, mm. which really comes in handy. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I guess when I did the first solo gig with Brian, he went, hang on, you sound like me. And I went, yeah, well, I've listened to you for half my fucking life. I can morph into you and get that whole thing. And that's what he liked about it because you can imagine you don't want to outshun anyone, you know what I yeah. mean? But he was a great vocalist but sounded a What's bit like name? Shireen. Don't know. Is it like Ollie or something? No, Ollie was the one that was on keyboards, I think. Ah, uh, right. Ollie was the one with the glasses. Ah, uh, yeah. And he had – because they all wore the butcher's aprons. Yeah. 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 So Timmy, look, I can't remember, but I remember them blowing. Like when Breakaway came out or Hungry Town was when I loved them. Fuck yeah. They were an amazing band. Yeah. They'd probably be worth doing a podcast it's on. It's exciting. They were exciting. Because they were industrial. Yeah. And they were creative. But they looked so fucking so nuts great. as well. And Shireen looked masculine. She had the short black hair. She was tough. I've met. She's fucking tough, mate. Yeah. She's got no time for your shit. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 right. Mm. Well, I used to go and see her in a cover band called Shireen's X Machine. Oh, cool. Because I used to work at the 120 bar with Colours years ago. Yeah. And if you went to the 120 bar in the 90s, I would have been there. I was there for about three months with Colours. And then Shireen started doing her – and Shireen X Machine did um, – it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder oh, wow. how they keep from going under. Where did they used to play or she? Uh, 120 Bar. Oh, right. And uh, wow, Barbie Rewind 80s. Get fucked. Why have they named a Barbie after Rewind 80s? Everyone's stealing our name. What's happened Show now? Show Jay. Just rewind some breaking 80s, news breaking coming news in. Barbie Rewind 80s editions, schooling around. Wow. We'll have to start schooling around. I think we might have to school around with a fucking. Fucking send the lawyers in. Lawyers in, the in mate. Who sent the dogs out? Woof, woof. You know what? I see Rewind 80s fucking everywhere, mate. Mate, I've seen. Oh, that is amazing. Show me. Yeah, Bowie Barbie. A David Bowie yeah. Barbie well, doll. there you go. We can only be reproduced. <laughs> it as comes a full daddy. circle. How wonderful. Oh, they'll have some Bush soon, some Kate Bush ones. All right, Shireen. Yes. Shireen. So they I used to go and see her, 120 Bar in uh, which the Wog Boy used to own. Our mate. Lugan Street. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, Smith Street and was it Smith Street, the 120 Bar? Smith and kind of not far from Easy Street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of – because I used to live in Easy Street. Did you? Yeah, with my ex-boyfriend. I used to live in George Street. Really? Yeah. Well, I went out with George and lived in Easy Street. Uh. <laughs> That's I great. lived on George and was easy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's fucking awesome. We're so connected, you know. Oh, my God. We're so connected. <laughs> 
Fucking hell, that's hilarious. Yeah, look, I wasn't easy, but I can imagine you were. I used to walk over to the fucking 7-Eleven on Hoddle Street a lot. Yeah. And think about the gunfight that used to happen or the shooting yeah. that happened in the 80s. Yeah. And you, I used to cross the road and go, mm, I wonder if someone's going to go me today. And What's going to happen today? Yeah, it was just something that went on in my head. It was quite a big thing yeah. in the 80s, that shooting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hoddle Street. And, yeah. And Easy Street didn't have the best reputation. No. It wasn't easy to live in. Does these days. It's Does got a it? really it's got a really good burger bar called Easy Burger. Oh wow. And it's like two tram um what are they? A tram tram. 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 Two tram. You yeah. know, two tram trailers or fucking Carriages, 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 yeah, yeah. Two tram carriages up on top of a building. Oh wow! And that's where you have your burgers up there. Oh, probably where I used to live. It's fucking incredible. Wow, is it sort of down near Hoddle Street End or the other end? Because Manny's up was the down Hoddle there, Street the end. music shop. For yeah, a while. up the Hoddle Street End. Oh, it's probably my old house. They've pulled down to fucking what build that d- shit. It's not gonna spill. Oh. Shireen, what a fucking legend. Shireen also did In Excess and The Models. Yes. You know, you could never tell Shireen and Zan apart. No, you couldn't. We are going to look at Zan now. I have to do it. Uh Uh-huh. Loved her. Yeah. I love the sisters. Yeah. Anything twins in the 80s used to rock my world. But for me, as a little girl watching these girls, I was excited. Yeah. Because it meant there was work around, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 So right. we're going to play this track. Now this track for me is a big thing for me as well because the history in this video clip will fucking blow your mind. Fucking awesome, weren't oh, they? Can I tell you, I lived for them. Oh, I'm talking. So cool. How old were you when they were big? Well, the thing is, I think I went out to see them before the album was released. So mm. I was, my dad would take me to Story Hall at, 
Story Hall was RMIT in the city. Oh, yeah. And it was underage. Yeah. Now, this is the funny story. I had a girlfriend called Donna at school that mm. I used to drag along with me because I was quite insecure. Yeah. I, I don't know where that was. It was just when I was younger I was quite insecure. So I'd bring Donna around because she was bigger and fatter and she could look after me. Yeah. Right? And she was tough. Yeah, right. And I wasn't tough. I was very shy. And yeah. anyway, so we took Donna. My dad brought me to Story Hall to see I'm talking. Well, I think it was 10 bucks a ticket or something in these yeah. days. And my dad had to come because we were underage. It was the fucking best gig I've ever seen in my life. I'm talking. Fuck. Right? You had Zan, Barbara on bass, Kate Sobrano. Who was on bass? Barbara. Amazing bass Yeah, guitarist. fucking incredible. Yeah. And a woman. Yeah. Just can't have any, you yeah. know. For a little girl watching this, oh, my God, yeah. so exciting. So I went to Story Hall and we watched the show and it was Bear Witness. Bear Witness was the record. And maybe it was out. I think it might have been out because I got all the 12 inches as well. Yeah. So uh, we... We're standing there in the crowd with my old man watching Kate Sobrano and I'm just in awe, you know. And my girlfriend said something stupid like, I don't know, picked on Kate and I said, shut the fuck up, right? And my dad looked at me. I got really angry with her because she wasn't <laughs> nice yeah. to Kate. Yeah. It was something, it was just jealousy, that high school jealousy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I shut that shit down straight away. My dad looked at me and went, Jesus, what have I got here? Because he'd never really seen that side of me. Yeah, it yeah. It was, you know. So I went to that. Then I saw them at live, um, sorry, Australian Made, which yeah, was incredible. Yeah, But um, Zan was obviously the backing vocalist to Kate in I'm Talking, but then she got Hollywood. Mm. And look, when I say backing vocalist, not really. They were a duo. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was shot at Chasers. So it's at oh, Chasers right? Nightclub. Oh, wow. And Cosima, my girlfriend, is dancing in it. Tricky oh, Jay's in it as oh, well. Wow. All these old people that we've known for years. Yeah. And I remember looking at Hollywood. You, like I was I wasn't clubbing yet. And I remember thinking, wow, look at that nightclub. It's amazing. Yeah. And then flashed to me in two years fucking running the yeah, thing, you know, yeah. dancing and yeah. blah blah blah. And Cosima was my friend. Cosy was a bit older than I I was. Mm. But the history in that video clip and the way Chasers used to be and yeah. the fact that the band, like the guy plays the DJ and then Barbara's got this, it was just really cool. Yeah. Really yeah. worked. And a lot of the young people, it was Chapel Street in the eighties. Yeah. Fuck so there yeah. were punks with you know, mohawks yep. and there was this gorgeous girl that I think was Kate's friend with yellow hair, like Cindy Lauper long hair. Yeah. And it was just so exciting mm. for me. Yeah. And thank God my dad took me to see them live because I actually understood what level I had to get to. Yeah. Because these girls moved. They were very good. Very good And they good had act. dance routines. They should have been so much huger than what they were. Well, I just think... Can I just say Australia wasn't ready for dance? Yeah, yeah, true. We were Barnsied out. And I yeah. love Barnsy, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it was Barnsy and Farnsy. Yeah, it was. I don't even think Farnsy was around. Mm. Um, it was very, okay, the angels and shit like yeah, that. So yeah. you've got – and this is the other thing with I'm Talking. You've watched Sounds for years and it's been Australian rock, right? All yeah. rock. Yeah. And then two girls come up and do Love Don't Live Here Anymore. Yeah. And you're like, wow. 
this is chicks yeah. that do dance. So yeah. it was a different thing. But for what they did, they did great because it gave Zan a single. She came out and did her own single. Kate's obviously had a, an amazing career and still like the forefront of the music industry, especially through COVID. Yeah. She's been a fucking trooper. Fuck yeah, absolutely. You know? And and bringing women into the, the situation. Yeah. I just oh, – anyway, so I do Hollywood as my school assignment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so cute. What's your assignment? Hollywood by I'm by Talking. By I'm Talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Perform it. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Of Perform it. So I've got Smelly Donna with me, my friend that I've used as a crutch. And you've made her do it. Made her. You. No, 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 I haven't made her do anything but I wanted her to sing. So I was going to sing, my name is a holy word. She was going to go, holy word, I'll do the echo. But instead of doing that, she mimed my voice and it was videoed on her. So you don't see me singing, you think it's fucking – it was Millie Vanilli (laughs) of fucking high school. Fucking hell. And I get the video back and I'm like, but I'm not singing. Yeah. That's me. That's her. So I dropped – I didn't speak to her ever again. (laughs) I didn't see her ever again. And it was Hollywood with Uh, her miming my voice and someone filmed her thinking she was singing. Oh, for fuck's sake. She was a good mimer, I'll give her that much, but – so distressing for me as an I'm Talking fan to not know that people didn't see me still. Yeah. You know? Fucking hell. And it wasn't until the trivia show where I did Do You Want to Be with Batesy mm. and we did it to open the show because there was always instrumentals of those tracks on the B-sides. Yeah. But, mate, they were the Brat Pack of Melbourne Fuck or yeah. Australia. Hot, Shereen totally. Zan, Wendy Matthews, yeah. Kate. Um, my God. That was so much fun, those girls as well. Incredible. Yeah. Everyone, they they just had a great energy, like exciting oh, energy to be around. Mate, no one that goes on a, a reality TV show, excuse me, I'm a bit drunk, dances like those pricks, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, when I yeah. call them pricks, they're going to love it, whatever. Yeah. We moved. You move when you yeah, sing. Yeah. You don't just stand there and. You know? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. But, Love yeah, uh, Zan and Shireen, there you go. There's two Aussie Aussie girls. Beautiful. Um, now the next one, oh, this guy is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's had a single of his own. Right. But Sade, who obviously you know is one of my favourites, had a guy called Leroy backing vocalist, who was identical to him. And I just wanted to play a little bit of these two together. It's the old saying, when you do become a backing vocalist and you love your job, you can sound like the artist and really bring colour to the whole picture. Yeah. So let's have a listen to uh, this beautiful boy now, who sounds like a woman.
Leroy Osborne. Absolutely beautiful looking guy. Oh, and how fucking good is he though as a backing vocalist? And and like her sound was them. Exactly. You, you know what I That's mean? That's right. Like yeah. it was the it was the bass. Uh, you know, really, it was the rhythm section, and it was their voices just mixing together, just so beautifully. Absolutely. And, and he sang with her all the way through. Oh, look, and that's a skill. Yeah, I have to say, it's a skill yeah. where you can sound like the artist and actually color their vocals. That's okay. Have your strepsil. I'm having a little cough drop. Right. Do you want the heater on or anything? No, no, no. That's fine. Um. I remember seeing Leroy. I think I saw Sade live. Oh. I'm a huge fan of her. I just yeah. think she's got the most amazing energy. Fuck yeah. And then he comes out and it's like the icing on the cake. Mm. Mm. You know? Yeah. And he's gorgeous. Beautiful. And his fucking physique is just – he's like the Hercules of backing vocals, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Like incredible looking. It would be such a – I don't know. It'd be such a rewarding act. You, you can understand why he's done it, mate. I would. Yeah. So would I. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Chardet. Yeah. You know, and I don't care if she works every three years. Yeah. It'd be worth waiting for. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think I did go and see Chardet in Melbourne. Oh, it's vaguely there. There's a lot of funny memories that came back with this show. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you one with the Kate Sobrano stuff in a minute. Mm. Um, now, Leroy, definitely worth a mention. Now, that's sort of – I'm going to look at a couple of vocals that I thought really blended well with the singer. Really important to not upstage and just bring to – because at the end of the day, you're seen as the fucking hero anyway. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we're looking at Karen Wheeler now, which we are we talked about before – Karen did have her own single but she started off with Soul to Soul. Now this is – Soul to Soul to me was unbelievable God, as yeah. well, you know. Yeah, yeah. I went to Soul to Soul Live and oh, I loved Jazzy B. I saw them at the Sports and Entertainment Centre. Oh, fuck. And I went there on a motorbike with my flatmate who mm. drove a motorbike. I didn't have a ticket. Oh, serious? Yeah, we were going to buy one when we got there. I don't know. Or maybe I got a ticket that was in a shit seat up the back. Yeah, right. But then I saw my friends up the front. And in the 80s, the Sports and Entertainment Centre, you could get down the front if you fucking winked at someone, mate. Mm. wasn't hard. Yeah, yeah. When you flashed your bit tit. Yeah. Flash your tit like Charlotte on Sex and the City. You'd get down the front. They were fucking easy to manipulate. Yeah. And I'm not a manipulator, but when it comes to being up the front, I'll fucking do some manipulating. Especially for that gig. Well, that's right, and it was Soul to Soul, best fucking live concert I've seen. Oh, fuck Drummers yeah. were incredible. Jazzy B, DJ. It's the first time I've really seen a DJ work with the band so well. Yeah. I think they're a bit separated in a lot of areas. Yeah, right. But with Soul to Soul, uh, there was a little blonde chick that sang Fair Play. Fair Play is one of my best, my favourite Soul to Soul tracks. Little blonde girl, and she was incredible. Oh, wow. Can't remember her name, but Karen wasn't on the tour. Karen wasn't on the tour but I understood that maybe she had – I think she had her own singles out at this stage. Oh, right. But let's have a listen to where we first saw – or where we first commercially saw Karen. Yeah. She was working everywhere at the time. Yep. Here it is. Keep on moving. Don't stop the 
beautiful. Wasn't oh. the this sort of this came out in '89, but it sort of led into the '90s. Weren't like the, that sort of soul scene, the British soul scene, huge. Yeah, it had a, a drum beat that was quite familiar with a lot of tracks at the time. There mm. was my, one of my favourite tracks was by the family stand called Ghetto Heaven. Yeah, yeah. You know I love my baby and it was do, 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 do. same drum yeah, beat. Yeah. The production started to become a lot like that. Yeah. Which was cool but you're right and they had many albums. Yeah. And it was soul, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it was her that really made this sound for Soul to Soul. Well, she was the front man, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, there was a lot of other singers came out of Soul to Soul. Uh. But this was the first one we really resonated with because she did um, Back to Life. Yeah. Sorry about the key, I'm a bit drunk. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was a lot of stuff. But seeing that band live, and I've actually seen them on ABC or a couple of other. TV shows where they still do like – they're coming out soon, Soul to Soul, by the oh, way. Oh, fuck, I would love and so to see so is them. Tom Bailey. Oh, really? So when we do Twin Towns – Rewind Daddies is doing Twin Towns in October. Yeah. The 28th, it's the Friday. Yeah. Tom Bailey is the that's week before right. us. You said that. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe we might go up for a week and just go and see Tommy. Yeah. I want to ring Tommy and go, mate, let me organise your band because yeah. I don't know who he's bringing out. Mm. And whether he's coming from New Zealand or London, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. But that'll be exciting. And then Pseudo Echo, I'll be back there again with them in November. Shit. So that'll be nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, look, soul to soul, a lot of fantastic session vocalists. Yeah. That became overnight. Fuck yeah. Not overnight successes, but we knew who they were overnight. They became huge in their own right. You know? Mm. And that was a good thing about Jazzy B is that he put a project together. He had great songs and then brought in the girls. Yeah, yeah. And the drums and the percussion and it was a fucking phenomenal live concert. Yeah, it really was. Now this one you probably won't expect, guys, this next singer. Um, Lisa Maxwell. Great. I love her. Yeah. I saw her with Kate Sobrano in... The Brave on the Brave Tour. It may have been the Palais. Oh, wow. That would have been remember. incredible. I cannot remember. Best gig ever. Because Kate, Kate moves and. Yeah. But the thing about Lisa, and I've met her little sister, and I think her little, this is where it all entwines. Her little sister is now married to Ryko, that is, what's his name? Um, a beautiful Olympia's dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. Yeah, that the whole scene's very. Um, combined, I'm pretty sure Lisa's younger sister is now married to Ryko. They've had twins. Look, this is only stuff I hear on the outside, but I was friends with the little sister. Yeah. Lisa I never met, but I did go and see Kate Sobrano live. It was Kate Sobrano, uh, the Brave Tour. So Phil was on it, three brass players. And Lisa Maxwell, Bruce Pawsey, I think on drums. Oh, my my old mate who I love to death on bass. Fuck, I can't remember your name, dude, and I really get along with him well. But um, Tom Hadley, Hadley, Hadley. Fuck, sorry guys, bit drunk. Anyway, 
not Tony Hadley. We're not talking about Tony Hadley. And everyone's probably screaming at their fucking podcast radio now going, you're a dumb cunt. You know. <laughs> um, amazing band. Like a really, really good band Kate had. And Lisa Maxwell was the backing vocalist. Mm. Identical to Kate. Like and this is where as a kid, 19, I see what it takes to become a vac- vocalist, yeah. backing vocalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't understand. I think you've got to, hey, Cabaret, you know, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But you actually have to be in the background and colour the painting. Yeah, even, that's right. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So I wanted to play this track. I saw her with Wendy Matthews. Oh, that's yes. That's how I know her. Right, okay. I saw her, um, was that the same night Wendy Matthews told you to get fucked? <laughs> no, no. That was much later. She wasn't there by then. She wasn't there. <laughs> 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 that's Love it. <laughs> I've been told to get fucked by many a people. Oh, yeah. Good you took their advice. It's just horrible when you look sweet and then you open your mouth, you know. And they go. <laughs> I haven't got an email back from that theatre, by the way. Oh, serious? Yeah. Isn't that disgusting? Yeah, it is. Like, have you shit yourself or what? <laughs> I've brought up an it. issue with you and you haven't written, like, it just, but my okay girlfriend. to apply the pressure from their end, but then yes. when you. You know. Don't like it. Yeah. And then my girlfriend Cindy said if I hate when people do that when you write an email defending yourself and then they don't write one back. She goes, oh, my God, I would kill them. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel like that. Fucking but ego. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have a listen to Lisa Maxwell and Kate Sobrano. So Lisa, I actually thought she sung the higher vocal in this one but Kate does the higher one. Lisa stays down a third below I think it is. And uh, it's one of my favourite songs. Fuck, I love that song. That was, I think, the last single from Brave. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I loved Cause it. Because it could have been. I was Brave fucking crazy. It was a, I, I love it. I whack it on every now and then. I've, I've got it on vinyl. Okay, apologies, Steve Hadley. Steve I've just Hadley. gone into our producer that's picking his ass, doing nothing, <laughs> and said, Hadley, Kate Sobrano, fucking tell me. <laughs> 
Steve Hadley? And I'm like, oh, where were you? Where are you now when I need you, you fucking idiot? Anyway, um, yeah, producer's doing well tonight. Steve Hadley, what a fucking great guy. Mm. Very funny when it comes to covers. Understands the tribute scene like no tomorrow. We've had discussions about it. Mm. He goes, oh, they're a bit kooky in the tribute scene. I'm like... Tell me about it. <laughs> we were talking about it. I met him in a band. I can't remember what cover band but we were just such a great guy and uh, was in the Kate Sobrano band, yeah. incredible bass player. Yeah. But did you see that tour at all or not? No. No. no I didn't. I was too young. I went about 30 times. Oh, uh, did you? Oh, yeah. Anyone Where? Any, the Palais. Um, I just followed. They him would have everywhere. been huge at the palace. Yeah, that was was full on, Fuck. flat out. But um, anyway, for some reason, I remembered it last night. So, I was in a band called Shebang when I was eighteen. Yeah, it was like an Italian. They weren't Italian band, but they were Italian family that put this band together. Yeah, and we do covers. And then I started shagging the guitarist who was my first boyfriend because what else do you do when you're bored? You just shag the band. That's it. And, you know, and the mum fucking hated me for doing it. For shagging him? Oh, yeah. Like she tried to fucking get rid of me out of the band, the whole thing. Now, for some reason I remember this girl called Denise that used to work for the Kate Sobrano band or was married to one of the saxophone players or the brass players and she befriended me. Now, I'm not sure whether my ex-boyfriend fucked her or we'd fucked him or whatever. Anyway, so I go out with this chick, Denise, who's fucking batshit crazy and she's got the 90s look. So she's got the cat, the Kim Maxwell look actually, the blonde uh, – the, sorry, the red-headed bob, the black with the big – Beads and shit. They, oh, were, yeah. they were in, you know, the yeah. big beads. And yeah. I'm hanging out with her. And the only reason I'm hanging out with her is because I want to join the Kate Sobrano band, mate. So yeah. I don't give a fuck if she's Humphrey B. Bear. I'm going to hang out with her. Yeah. So I ended up going to chases and shit with her. But then I ended up going to all the gigs with her. Yeah. But I was too shy to actually meet any of the band. It wasn't until I got older where I went, oh, my God, I used to come and see you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm pretty sure her name was Denise and she'd drive me around Melbourne and we'd go to all these gigs. And I just thought about it last night. Oh, my God, what a fucking crazy life I've yeah. had. Because then she he, she was almost like Matt Moffat's ex-wife. Oh, right. Where she'd talk about her relationship and how, you know, oh, he opened the cupboard and smashed me with the with the pot pan and I'm fucking all right, you know, that kind of shit. Like, they, you know, their problems. Yeah. I heard about them all. Everything, yeah. Yeah, or, you know, he's fucking me in the bathroom or yeah, that kind of shit. Right. And it was just one of those fucking crazies <laughs> that was attracted to me. Yeah. And it was a pretty funny time. Somehow I got out of that friendship. I don't know how but it was time I left. Yeah. Because it wasn't getting me anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not a I'm not a ladder climber with people at all. Yeah, I'm really quite solid in how I am. Yeah, but I must. She just must have got me at a vulnerable moment where I've gone. I just want to be in Kate Sabrina's band. Fuck this. Yeah, I'll hang out with you. But it was just something that came up to me. It came up for me at that age. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really funny. Fucking funny. Lisa Maxwell, yeah. So Lisa, incredible. 
blends with Kate. You know, the 90s dance moves are pretty funny. If you go back and watch Brave live in concert, mm. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But Kate's great. Oh, fuck, she's phenomenal. Like her dance moves don't age. Yeah, no, they where, don't. Where Kim's a bit agey. Yeah, okay. But Kate's not. Yeah, she's always got that. She's just got something cool about yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Last one. I've added one more. Jill Jones. Yes. One of my favourites. Prince. Prince. Yeah. Lady cab driver. Mm-hmm. Lady cab driver, I call it. Yeah. I'm on her Facebook. Are you? Yeah. Can't help a stalk. <laughs> and um, gorgeous woman. Yeah. You know, I had her album. So you're looking at the Jill Jones album came out in, I think it was 87. Yes. Might have been 89. Yeah, right. But it was 87. I mean, you can imagine at 17 I'm hearing this voice. But yeah. I haven't put two and two together yet. I haven't. I know that she's a Prince protege. Yep. But I don't know that she's sung BVs on 1999 because she's the blonde in 1999. Yeah, the, and a little red cover. Yeah, everything, right? Yeah. So she's the BV artist. Yeah. Now this is the one thing I wanted to talk about with Prince was – he did allow a lot of his BVs to put out their own records. Oh, totally. He loved it. Yeah, protégés. He loved it. Yeah. And that's where I think a lot of he that stuff it. started. He encouraged it. he stuff yeah. for them and help them with it. That's right. Yep. Because he's, he's not dumb because if you write stuff for these chicks, how much money do you reckon you're going to make? Exactly. And it's all under the Warner umbrella. Mm, mm. You're laughing, yeah. you know. But this one... Besides Shillery, Shillery was almost amazing as well. But uh, I knew Shillery as a lead singer. I oh, didn't yeah. really think of it. Jill Jones obviously started with Prince. I think Prince may have been a big help for backing vocalists becoming their own artists oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to tie it up with that. Great. Jill Jones. So her album for me was mental, fucking yeah. mental. yeah. And I'm going to play a a track from this album now and this is called Violet Blue.
amazing voice. Oh. She's Lebanese. Is she really? Yeah. Did not know that. Her father's um, – well, she, she was born in um, – she was born in Lebanon, Ohio. But her um, her mum is African-American yep. and her dad's Italian. Prince sort of has – has Same that thing. beautiful kind of um, mixed uh, African-American background as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So this album was amazing amongst Prince fans but yeah. really didn't do a huge. Didn't, no. But as an album, one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah. I think he I think he wrote the he whole did. album. Yeah, yeah mm. absolutely. Mm. Incredible. All Day, All Night is another one. Yeah. And we were going to do that in our Prince cover band. Oh, uh, yeah. All day, all night. No one would put Jill Jones in their Prince no, cover band. They wouldn't Only know. Sammy would. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so tell me you're a Prince cover band when you've got your shit together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we put in All Day, All Night because I did it when I was at the Metro uh, doing a band there and I put this song in and they're like, well, we don't understand it. And I'm like, no, it's the hottest thing. We've got to just do it. It's really funky, you know. Yeah, yeah. So we had the – there was a, there's a can that rolls at the start of the track in oh, all day yeah. or night and we sampled that and I had this great – it was Simon Kershaw. I think his name was Simon Kershaw and I remember Kershaw because he was a keyboard player and he was with the Shantuzis and he was our keyboard player. This is way before Maddie. This is way before any keyboard player I'd met. Yeah. Simon Kershaw, I'm pretty sure his name was – Long curly hair was in the Chanteuses and he had rolled this can and sampled the start of the song oh, and wow. it blew my fucking mind. I was yeah. like, Simon, ah, you know, because it was the song, you know. Yeah. And that first was the first time I really fell in love with keyboard players and sampling. Yeah. That they could sample the start of a track yeah. and give you, you know, like we're doing Beat It, the yeah. start of Beat It yeah. and then you bring the band in, you know. Mm. Really crazy. So, and I remember Lisa was in the band with me, and we did. It was called Time, T Y M E. I don't oh, know. Yes. That was Charlie Coper's idea, but it yeah. was. It worked. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever happened. And uh, yeah, but no, Jill Jones definitely backing vocals. Gotcha. And Prince was really instrumental in bringing these people out yeah. with their own records. Yeah. She she would then uh, sing BVs for Vanity and Apollonia. Yeah. Uh, and who else? Another another sort of Prince uh, act. Can't remember who else. But, yeah, there we go. Amazing. Yeah, so she's on my Facebook. I do sort of look at her Facebook. She's got an amazing daughter I that's they, in I think they industry. had a swing, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Prince fucked everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he had a harem. Yeah, gotcha. You know, no one knows it but there was a big tent with a full of them. Yeah. You know, and they were all yeah. friends. Mm. It was like, you know. Yeah. She was Lebanese. Yeah. Isn't that what they do? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I love Lebanese, don't get me wrong. I mean, we, we used to perform to truckloads of them at the spot. No, no, no. She was from Lebanon, Ohio. Oh, sorry. I thought Lebanese sounded weird. I was, I was being like, a Lebanese. No, I was being oh, a I was going to say. <laughs> I just kept flashing to the Lebanon oh. in my head, Human League, and I was like, I don't remember being Lebanon. <laughs> Maybe she is. Uh, but, yeah, how she's funny. She's gorgeous. Yeah, no, she is. She's mm. gorgeous. Great album. 
So that's our show for tonight, our BVs of the 80s. I mean, you could go, as we were saying before, you could Ever. do like three episodes you out could. of this material. You could, you could. There are so many good 80s backing vocals. And I wanted to put in songs we haven't played before. Nah, great songs tonight. the show as yeah. well. Yeah, You know. Really good, yeah, really good way to sort of showcase like one, the, the backing vocalist and, and two, just songs that may not have been – Huge, huge hits, but like, you know, awesome, awesome songs. Yeah, you know, of, yeah. Of those lead artists. Yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah. That's right, babe. Mm. And especially our Aussie artists. That's right. And our, you know, English and, you know, an American artists. Yeah, yeah. Love um, love. I'm Talking, Love Big yeah. Pig, you know, good to go over that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live for it, really yeah. takes me back. I'm Talking did come back out again. They, they did, did, they a did reform gigs. just a couple of years ago as yeah. well for some reason. I'll tell you about a story about that, just a quick story. Cameron used to be on drums, the red-headed guy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was in a band with him. Cameron, yeah, right. can't remember his second name. Fuck, I'm hopeless tonight. Um, and this was before I'd worked with him, so I knew his face. He yeah. was in, um, he might have been in Do You Want to Be? Do you want to be, do you want to be? And I walked up to a sandwich shop, this broke my heart, at um, the jam factory and he was making sandwiches behind the counter. Oh, poor sweetheart. And I just looked at him and I thought he knew what I was thinking. Like, but you were in I'm Talking. Yeah. It's how fucking shit the music industry is. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because he was a fucking great drummer. Yeah, There was another one before him but Cameron was – and I just remember thinking, I think that's why I'm so petrified of getting fully involved in the commercial side of things because that shit happens. Yeah, yeah, Could yeah. Could you go right. back from being in music videos and Countdown Awards and yeah. whatever I'm talking did and make sandwiches at the Jam Factory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would fucking die. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's hard. It, yeah, yeah, really, really fucking hard. It's It's hard sort of. When you've been mixing it up like that and then to sort of humble yourself and then, you know, go and live a normal life. Exactly. And the fact that people think you make all this money just because you're on a oh, music, yeah, in a yeah. music video, sorry, music video or you're on sounds yeah. or countdown. People assume that you're rich for the rest of your life. Rich for the re- – Australia, <laughs> the worst payers <laughs> in the world. Fucking forget about it. Right? Yeah. You know, like yeah. the worst money for jingle writers, creatives in this country. Yeah. We, but we're the best performers in the world. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So this is the thing. Yeah. It's like, what do you fucking do? Yeah. Make sandwiches for two months or three months. Yeah. And then join the party boys. Like what happens? Yeah, yeah. And I remember being so young and I went, oh, the poor thing. I was embarrassed. Well, it's more like it's not the fact that he's making sandwiches. It's just that like people wouldn't know how fucking awesome he was. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the, right. That's the injustice. Yeah, that's right. Not you know? fair. Fucking terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, if you're a muso and you're making sandwiches, we love you very yeah, much. Yeah, you can make me a sandwich. Yeah. I'll come and support you. I love you. sandwiches. <laughs> I love sandwiches. Um. <laughs> Sandwiches are good every now and then. I had a sandwich yesterday What'd made you in a cafe, as if you would go to a cafe and. But it was a it was an Italian deli. 
Nice. So Whereabouts, you, you know, though? Footscray? An Italian sandwich called uh, focaccia. Oh, focaccia. I'm not big on focaccia. Well, I ordered sandwich. I got focaccia. <sighs> Which area of Melbourne? Altona. Oh, that would have been good. It was lovely. It's a... Um, Maltese? No, Italian deli called Suckers. S-A-C-C-A. Sucker. Sucker. Oh, that must be yeah. their surname. And I keep... Yeah, yeah. Well, Yes. You would hope so. Very I, unusual. I keep thinking of like advertising slogans for them, like, you know. Suck on my dick. There's a, there's, <laughs> a, there's a sucker born every day and ah, stuff like that. Ah, yes. You know, and thinking Do you walk of their in and tell them? No, I'm not going to give them for free. Yeah, right. I'll, you need some money for that yeah, I'll shit. put together a poster and say <laughs> you can buy this. Poster with like stuck out letters from the newspaper. Remember the old, <laughs> yeah. in the 80s? Oh, they'd love that. Taking out a new idea. They like, wouldn't be Here's freaked your out at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would, yeah. Chain letter. Oh, like look out. Fucking pressing the button. Yeah, underneath the counter. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking bang. <laughs> Bloody <sighs> hell. No, sandwiches are good. Yeah, yeah. Don't really have them that much. Nah. Oh, if you're ever, guys, if mm. you're ever in Yarraville, you've got to go to Rocco's. It's another Italian, Suckers and Rocco's. Yeah. This one's Rocco's. It's in sort of Yarraville where... Near the station? There's cash converters. No, oh. there's a big... Fucking intersection where like Kingsville comes into Yarraville and there's an old Hungry Jacks there and there's a cash converters. Rocco's is right there. Rocco's has a massive fucking following all throughout the West. Yeah, I've heard of it. You go and have a Rocco roll. Right. And it's just like like anti-pasto on the, on a fucking roll. Do they have Eye of the Tiger plane when you walk into the Mate, restaurant? They've got fucking They've got like seven people behind the counter, each doing a different job, passing the roll along. <laughs> wow! And it's and they're all speaking Italian, all behind. She puts the pesto on. She passes it to that one. She puts the cheese on. She passes it to that one. Who puts the prosciutto? On, you know, wow! It's crazy, like Subway before Subway. Yeah, yeah, right. Were they somewhere else before Yarraville? I don't know. I think they've been there a long time. Okay. Yeah, I think they've been there. Well, there you Rocco's, go. R-O-C-C-O, Because when you used to live in Yarrabal, I used to love the little coffee shop next to the station. Oh, yeah. That I love – That's yeah. called um, – that's called the Tucker Box. The Tucker Box. Oh, no, fuck, it's called no. Dad and Dave's. Dad and Dave's, that's the, right. Mika calls it the Tucker Box. Right. Because it's got <laughs> – it's called Dad and Dave's and then underneath it's got good Tucker. And because oh, Mika's a wog yeah, and the fucks Tucker everything box. up – he calls it the tucker box. I fuck everything up too. Maybe I'm a bog. I love that. Uh, we went and had a coffee and a muffin at one of those shops there before because yeah. Mika dropped me off at Wentworth one morning. Oh, uh, yeah. And we had a, a roll and, and it was just fucking the best shit ever. Tucker box, yeah. Do you, like, do you like living where you are now compared to Yarraville or what's the story? Uh, yeah, look, probably Yarraville's a bit uh, younger. Um, yeah. I love Williamstown. It's sort of very quiet at night. Yeah. Very quiet at night. Yeah. There is this one little strip where um, like Atomic, would you know Atomic in Yarraville? It's sort of um, like a, a bar that goes off. and, mm. and um, But like the streets of Williamstown, dead Dead, yeah. Older. Something about that I kind of appreciate. I don't know. 
I totally agree. Oh, because agree. we don't have uh, – this is why. We don't have off-street parking. We park on the street. Right. So, like, fucking I, – I know no one's ever going to smash our cars yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah. Anyway. We hear the cars around here all the time. Oh, shit, serious? Oh, from five in the afternoon. Oh, Jesus. Screeching, fucking skidding. That'll be me in about five minutes. I just want to fucking smack him <laughs> in the head. You know, nah, it won't be. Oh, but what shit. a great episode. That went went pretty long, but that's okay. You deserve it. <laughs> Good on you guys. We love yous all around the world, our listeners. Yeah. Become a subscriber on over ten different platforms. Go do it, do it, do fucking it. Do it. do it. Don't just listen to one episode, become a subscriber. Yeah, just fucking click a button like Ugh. you do your dick. It's easy. Click it. As easy. Click it. Good. Become a Patreon as well if you want to contribute and become like a fucking um, you know, a partner in this amazing business That's that we've right. got called the, the 80s Montage for as little as $1.50 a month. And for $10 a month you get all the extra episodes. Absolutely. Filled and you with get filth. Filled with filth. That's right. And it's stuff that you probably never hear again. That's right. <laughs> On any platform or want to. And, um, yeah, definitely give us, you know, throw us some cash. Um, a little donation, maybe. A little donation, yeah, yeah every we month. won't spend it on lollies, I promise. Yeah. And also, please like, share, rate and review, guys. Give us five stars and write a little comment in the comment section. If yeah. You That'd be good. beautiful. I'm going to oh, We do need a bloody new fucking view, review on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, yes, we do. I think we scare people maybe. Are we too don't bossy? Don't be scared of us. No, don't be scared of us. It's, you can say whatever you like. Yeah, just give us five stars and say you suck. Yeah, give us five stars and go, pericards. <laughs> pericards. Yeah. That's right. I, um, the other the other week um, uh, a pun, after a gig, a punter started singing to me. Oh. You know when that happens? They, they, they think they're good. It's, it's like you've been singing. I'm going to sing for you. Oh, no, I've Have never the, had that. Oh, yeah. Really? I don't know why. I think it's oh. – I think they're sort of saying, see, I can do it too kind of thing. Really? But like whenever oh, they I do – Oh, I have had the guy like that, yeah. A di- guy started singing and I was just like going – Yeah, Like right. I was taking the piss out of him just like doing a shock face like, oh, what are you – oh, like, like doing this fucking face. <laughs> and he like went, oh, yeah, just a cunt. Oh. <laughs> What gig at the I PVH? I was pissing myself. Yeah, at the PVH. Wow. I was yeah, they're a pissing bit out there myself at the PVH. laughing at that. Yeah, they'll he, tell you what they goes, think. <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, just a cunt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so I don't no. want to hear you sing. <laughs> Fucking no one's paying you. I don't know what it is. That's the funniest thing. I can't believe it. Oh, I can't even Because we're not even there singing. that long to have a drama like that. No. They really get in quick at the PVH, don't they? They do. They do. You know, they love to slam you. <laughs> when are when, we back there? Oh, I don't know. I've got to work it out. But I, well, I've got to wait for them to ring us or whatever. But when we did Eddie's, that fucking shithole in Moorabbin that oh, pays nothing. We got paid gig. the super spreader gig. No one gets paid but we got paid so they'd never use us again. Yeah. I think they got funding for us. That's right. Oh. Yeah, but just don't tell anyone. <laughs> anyway, um. This guy that was on our Facebook, because I do the Facebook, people don't realise, they think we've got a fucking security Facebook person that I pay 450 I don't fucking do that. Anyway, I knew his face and he came up to me and he went, yeah, you're not that good. You'll be all right after a few lessons. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And I looked at him and I went, I know you. They just, I don't know what it is. 
It's like prick. You'll be all right after a few How lessons. How about you Will bend I? over and I shove something you up get your, your ass? Cock out. Exactly. Get your cock out and fucking <laughs> use it, right? Don't talk to me like that, you cunt. What a I've been doing this cunt. for thirty-five. He was young. Oh, he was young. He was definitely another band bomb. I get the band oh, bombs. Yeah. Another band will set a bomb in yeah. to upset you. Yeah, yeah. It'll be another eighties band or. Fucking whoever, and they'll send someone in just to, to get under your skin. To get under your skin. Yeah. But I've been there a million times. Like I'm fucking, I'm the one that's lasted, mate. You can fucking punch me down on. But your especially life. at gigs when they fucking sledge you, it's like, mate, I just made a week's work from, you know, I, I just made a, a week. That was wage. a really good gig. Yeah. At Eddie's. Yeah. But they'll never have us back because they'll never pay. When they give you shit. And this is the thing about Musicland and Eddie's and all those dumb cunt venues. Yeah. They don't pay money, mate. Yeah. You're getting door sales, which is fine yeah. if you're fucking worth 80. 50 cents. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that. You know? No way. But, uh, yeah, no, he had a go at me and – I, don't, I think I let him go. I think he was lucky. Uh, I think I let him slide. Because I, I always say, I always say, like, I just made a, a week's wage from one night, mate. How much money you just spent behind the bar? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. No, they don't even know. I'm walking away, cashed up. Yeah, you're fucking, yeah. you know. Yeah. Pissing your, pissing your money. They just think it's a pretend thing. Yeah. It's mm. not real. Fuck it. You know, but anyway, great show. <laughs> yeah, good on you. Uh, yeah, a little bit of goss with us, but yeah. God, you know, nice that's one, what guys. you like. You like to hear about the industry and what we go through and what we've been yeah, through. Yeah, just the shit, you know. It's the band people, room experience. The band room experience. Now, if it's music, maybe. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. <laughs>